Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. No matter where you're listening, around the world, this is Sedona Talk Radio. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Spiritual Tools with Melissa Boyd. I am your host for Spiritual Tools. I'm also a vibrational, intuitive medium and business strategist. If you're familiar with Spiritual Tools, welcome back. And if you're new, I just want to let people know what this show is all about. So Spiritual Tools is a, is a very action-oriented show where I interview guests from around the world that have amazing talents, gifts, who are authors, doing really innovative things. And we try to take that information and to bring it to you so that you can really empower yourself to use these spiritual tools in your own life and to see the reflection of who you truly are. And remember, who you truly are is a vibration. We are all vibrational beings here on this planet having a physical experience. And I believe that everyone has amazing gifts within them. And so when you really embrace the power of who you are, you can really sink into your energy. Today is May 27th, 2015, and this is a pre-recorded show. Before I introduce my guest this evening, I want to just let folks know of some upcoming events that I have. So if you are in the New England area... I am doing a what I call vibrational yoga, which is channeled messages and yoga for your soul. We clear your chakras. You open up your energy. I bring you soul gifts as well during this training. And I will be in Wiscasset, Maine at Wicked Good Yoga on June 6th or June 7th. So both days I'll be there from 1 to 4 o'clock. It'll be so much fun, and if you haven't been to Wiscasset in the summertime, it is a gorgeous place to be. I'll also be at Authentic Beauty Health and Wellness Center in Westbrook, Maine, on August 9th from 1 to 4.30, also offering vibrational yoga. And folks have asked me to do more public events, so on Sunday, August 2nd, from 10 to noon, I will be doing a spirit gallery reading with 25 people at the Seed and Bean in West Kennebunk, Maine. It will be channeled messages. There will be coffee, tea, water, light refreshments, soul gift bags. And although not everyone will receive a message, you will um, be in for a treat to talk to spirit because I'm just guided to bring the information forward. And if you want to learn more about my services, I do phone, in-person, and Skype sessions worldwide. You can visit me at www.melissaboyd.net. So remember, we're all vibrational beings having a, a physical experience. And I really believe that our souls hold on to truth. They hold on to who we are. And they also hold a soul essence. And when we, when we, when we run into people, and this is my intro to our guest tonight, who is Deborah Knight in Tellerico. And I'm telling you all, you're in for such, such a treat. I had heard of Deborah for many years, and I had done a holistic fair a few years ago. And I saw this woman standing over in the corner, and I said, oh, my gosh, her energy is so magnetic. And I walked up to her, and... Um, Deborah is so talented. She does so many things, um, 
but what she did was she played this um uh she'll explain when we she comes on it was like a a bowl around me a sound she uses sound a lot in her work and it just took me back and um there was such a match to understanding that she really understood what was going on in the world what was happening around the world and it was just such a powerful powerful um experience so i'm really excited tonight to to bring deborah onto the show but before i do let me tell you a few things about deborah so i'm going to read a little a little bio about her so here we go deborah knight and talrico is a soul psychotherapist spiritual counselor teacher and guide crystal sound healer visionary divine channel and planetary priestess she serves as a spiritual midwife for individuals and groups help helping beings heal the very depths of their soul clearing their past so that they can truly honor the divine being that they are guiding them back to their heart to their connection with spirit mother earth and the divinity within themselves and all things since she was a young child she had great empathy for the suffering of others and knew she had a divine mission to be of service to the earth and all beings she believes that we are moving through a period of powerful cleansing healing and transformation as we transition into a golden age of peace on earth deborah holds this vision in prayer for humanity in her heart and believes that love is the most powerful healing elixir in the universe that will help us through these times. When we come into sacred relationship with all beings, with Mother Earth, Great Spirit, and the divinity within all of life, we will truly raise the vibration and consciousness on Earth and co-create a new Earth. Deborah co-directs the Spiritual Renaissance Center in South Portland, Maine, with her husband Leo, where she tends the Temple of the Heart, a beautiful crystal healing temple where she provides her counseling and healing services facilitates path of the goddess priestess circles sacred ceremonies and spiritual groups she is passionately devoted to assisting in the return of the divine feminine and the awakening of the christ magdalene consciousness on earth and i do want to say i've had sessions with deborah and they are absolutely transformative welcome deborah Thank you. Thank you so much, Melissa. It's such a pleasure to be here with you. And um I so resonate with um all that you were talking about about us being vibrational beings as that's what I truly believe too. So I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm so excited. So I know you also have a spiritual name and I wanted to say it correctly, but I'm going to have you tell our listeners what your spiritual name is. Uh, my one of my spiritual names anyway is um Elilia Jamika Christos. And that was given to me by my spiritual teachers through the ascended realm. She received that name. So it's a name that um I use um some of the time. And actually I use the name Deborah Elilia a lot. I kinda connect the two names together. I love that. And yeah. you took 
you talked about how at a young age you were really connected with the earth and the divine. Will you tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into this field or how you were really guided into this field? Sure. Um, Let's see. Well, I grew up in Michigan in the Midwest, and from a very, very young age, I was just always ah, connected to spirit. I looked to the stars and the the universe, and I felt very connected to nature, and I was a spiritual seeker. I um, was thirsty for connecting with the divine, and I would often go to, at that time, where I, at, when I was young, um, I just knew of churches. So I would go to different friends of mine's churches, and I just always had just a deep longing to connect with the divine, with spirit, um, with the earth, and also to be um, in sacred relationship with everything. And I felt that at a young age, and I, and I just was real sensitive as a, as a person, mm-hmm. and um, like when when a tree would die or an animal would die, I would just feel that very deeply, and I would I would do ceremonies. I just started doing them on my own to like honor that that being had lost or that tree had been cut down, and <clears throat> it was just natural for me to um, to want to honor that sacredness of that that life, that being. So that's how um, it started. And then, you know, as I grew into my teen years, I started being really drawn to um, the mystical writings of Khalil Gibran, and I just was always just so drawn to anything spiritual and not religious as much, but spiritual. And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and then I was just very open, and I started having spiritual experiences where I just felt one with God um, you know, through meditation and other other things, and and then um, I, in terms of leading into my work, I went to. I also knew when I was very young that I wanted to help people, and I wanted to help the earth. And mm. you know, growing up, there weren't any classes in in high school in healing or psychology or anything like that. And as soon as I went to college, I started studying psychology. And um, that started getting me closer to the work I wanted to do. But I realized that traditional psychology didn't include everything that I that was really important to me, like the healing aspect, the soul part of a person, the spiritual mm-hmm. part of a person. So when I was about 23 years old, I found this book. I was back living in Michigan um, after having traveled for a while. And uh, I found this book called Holistic Dimensions and Healing. And I had never heard of transpersonal psychology. And I was reading this book, and there was this whole chapter on transpersonal psychology. And, and I read this chapter. I was staying with, living with my parents at the time for a little while. And I ran downstairs and I said, Mom, read this. This is what I want to do. And I just knew instantly. And I was mm. in graduate school. And I was in graduate school six months later. And transpersonal psychology is it's spiritual psychology, and it's it's working with the soul. And Carl Jung is one of the leader leading um, psychologists in that field, and or he, he was. And um, it it has a lot to do with you know treating and working with healing the whole person and bringing the person back to that divine within. 
So I was ecstatic when I discovered transpersonal psychology because it it felt like it brought everything together for me. It brought together, you know, the psychological aspect and um, the spiritual. And then at the same time, I was always studying on my own all the time different alternative healing modalities. Like I started working with crystals and I, I worked with herbs and um I just was so drawn to, you know, even color healing back then. And um, it was just a passion of mine to help heal the soul and to mm-hmm. help people return return to who they really are, why they're here on the planet, and knowing that every single being has a divine purpose on the earth, that this isn't just a mistake being here or um you know, insignificant, that it's very significant, our lives on the earth. And when I when I moved to California to go to graduate school, I also started becoming very aware of the shift on the earth. Um, and I, um, at that time, in the late 80s, was a harmonic convergence. And I started waking up then while I was in graduate school. It was, it was a profound experience because it was very deep, spiritual training and psychological training. And um, I did a ceremony. We did ceremonies at the Harmonic Convergence, and I started really becoming aware that we are in this huge transition on the earth, and um, things are changing rapidly and going to continue to change. And that kind of started on that that other path of, um, you know, the movement into to the golden age, to the, the age so, of Aquarius. So, Deborah, I'm just, I'm just going to jump in for a second and say, for our listeners who may not know what the harmonic convergence is or was, would you just give a little background about that? So the, har- the harmonic con- convergence was in, um, I believe it was 1986 or 7, in August. I believe it was a planetary alignment, but um, Jose Arguelles, Oh, we've got a little bit of a technical difficulty here. Um, so Deborah's going to call back in because we um, <laughs> we were talking actually before before the call that this um, w- the day that we're recording this we go into Mercury in retrograde. So it's like really interesting because <laughs> there's been a lot of um, Interesting things happening in the planet. So as we talk about um, harmonic conversions and um, and all these changes, it's uh, it's no surprise that we're having um, you know a little bit of uh, technical difficulty. So um, before while Deborah's um, calling back in, uh, I just want to say a few things about. Um, oh, here we go. Hi, Deborah. I was just explaining to everybody that Mercury moved into retrograde. So (laughs) I said, talk about harmonic convergence. We're just, you know, we, because, you know, honestly, this is a perfect example of how we are so connected to the stars, right? I mean, we are so, we are not exempt from planetary um, things that are going on. And right now, Mercury, as you said, we talked about before the call is going into retrograde. So, this is, I mean, it was actually like a teaching moment for everyone. <laughs> so, 
I think it's kind of it's kind of interesting. But um, you you were saying about we were talking about the harmonic conversions and how um, we are moving, we are moving, we are moving into. So let's. um, There's so much to talk about. I don't know where to go, but let's since we're talking about this, let's maybe go into. a couple of things, but before I do, I, I just want to emphasize your point for anyone, anyone and everyone listening. I think what Deborah has said here is so important that if you're listening today and you're going like, oh, I'm not a spiritual person and I don't have a plan and I'm just here on the earth to work paycheck to paycheck, that is so not true. So I'm going to ask anyone who's saying that or thinking that right now in their minds and their bodies, really you know, like you were saying earlier, listen to the earth, be very grounded with the earth and connect because she can teach us a lot. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, that's so beautiful. And and so I'm going to move into this. So, um, Deborah, what is your view about the transition we are in on earth right now as we transition into the golden and Aquarian age? Yes. So there's been, since um, the harmonic convergence back in the late 80s, there's been all these very significant astrological alignments and um, that have been, I guess you could say, bringing in and anchoring the new energies from the universe. And um, everyone knows that 2012 was a very significant time when it was the ending of the Mayan calendar. But there have been many, many prophecies this time from all different cultures, from the Hopis, um, all different Native American and indigenous cultures, um, even in, you know, Judaism and Christianity and um, Hinduism and what they call the Kali Yuga we're in right now, which is a time of purification. So basically... We're in this period, this huge period of transition, cleansing, and purification. And a lot of people mm. believe that when 2012 hit, that we would be moving into this new age, when actually that was like the birthing point or like the very beginning. And many people, and this is what I resonate with, and I, I believe my husband Leo does too, who's an astrologer, is that we just entered this 20-year period now from 2012 until 2032 where it's this big gateway where we're going to really be evolving our consciousness like we never could imagine. And if you just Mm. think back 10 years ago and how much things have changed, can you imagine by the year 2032 how much it will have changed? And so we're in this time now where there's, kind of the dismantling of the old world or the old reality. Um, I think some people are becoming disillusioned with the old ways of being mm. in our governments and the way the world is run. And people, at the same time, were in the midst of this enormous spiritual awakening. And I think, I mean, everywhere I turn, people are waking up spiritually. They're like, they're like, they're like, connecting with spirit guides, they're connecting with the earth, they're um, turning to new kinds of healing, they feel maybe disillusioned with the traditional 
you know, religions that don't really speak to mm-hmm. them anymore. And people are just waking up left and right. And I'm sure you see this, Melissa, too, in your work. Oh, and gosh. And people not- are changing jobs. They're, they're, they're going from being real estate agents to being massage therapists and opening up garden centers. You know, it's, it's, it's wonderful. Exactly, because we're co-creating together a new earth that's mm, based mm-hmm. in, in new values and spiritual values. Now, my husband would, would call it the Aquarian Age, so I, I, I see it as a golden age, and mm. um, this is actually the sixth golden age we're moving into. So Atlantis was one, Lemuria, there's other um, golden ages before this one. But um, in terms of the Aquarian Age perspective, it's moving into a time of like brotherhood and sisterhood. Mm. of um, the thinking of the larger humanity. Like like in the Native American tradition, before they make a decision, they they think of the next seven generations. So it's, it's a time when we're going to be birthing together this new beautiful earth where there's more unity amongst people and, mm-hmm. and where we can accept our differences and learn to yeah. live together earth in harmony rather than in war, you know. So it's, it's um, and then, you know, there's many, many different perspectives really about the golden age and, you know, many believe, and as I do, that we're moving into a whole new dimension, like mm-hmm. which is called Absolutely. the fifth dimension where the veils between the worlds are thin, so we're going to be having more and more spiritual experiences. And, you know, an everyday person is going to start having, you know, tuning into things and beginning to see things and know things and connect in ways they've never connected and, um, you know, have psychic or intuitive experiences on a much more regular basis. So it's very exciting that this new world, this new golden age, this Aquarian age that we're moving into. it, It really is. And, you know, just to go back to, you know, I've been, talking to spirit since I was nine years old and it was just so scary to be out there talking about it even 15 years ago and now it's like just commonplace you know it's and it's wonderful because you know we're changing the people who are doing this work as as their mission but also as their work are really helping to change the construct of the way that we we work I'm going to have you say this a couple times Deborah but I want people to know that you and Leo and the Spiritual Renaissance Center are such a wealth of information, and I love getting your blogs and your information. So would you tell our listeners um, your websites and then also how they can contact you? I'll have you say it a couple times during this, this uh, interview. Sure. Um, the Spiritual Renaissance Center um, is it's located in South Portland, Maine, but it actually reaches out globally. So we have our website and then Leo has his weekly astrological blog and then we have a newsletter, a free e-newsletter that people are welcome to sign up for. And how you can sign up for it is um, just go to www.spiritualrenaissance.com and there is where you can sign up for our free newsletter. And again, that's www.spiritualrenaissance.com and then I also have another website which is um, templeoftheheart.com so either of those places you can um, find out more about Spiritual Renaissance Center 
and um, our free e-newsletter and Leo's blog and all our services that we offer. Wonderful. And I... um I'm going to move us into, speaking of moving into another dimension, <laughs> I'm going to move us into um, a little bit of a conversation about um, the language of the light, which is I know you speak the language of light. And um, so what is the language of light and how do you as a channel access this dimension? So the language of light is, an ancient language of God, of the spirit, of creation. I think that's the best way to describe it. Mm-hmm. And um, when one is deeply connected spiritually, like when, you, when, you, um, when I can ground my channel pillar, my pillar of light, which is like mm-hmm. our chakra column, when I can ground it into the earth and open up my heart, really, because it really comes through the heart, um, Mm. one is able to let this language flow through you. And the truth is is that we all have access to this language of God, of source, creation. And it's just a matter of opening our hearts up and Mm -hmm. opening our chakras up to receive this. And it took me... um, a while before I opened this up, because in the spiritual school that I was in with the Divine University, we were asked to start um, bringing through the language of light. And it took me until I was in a ceremony with um, all the other students that it finally just started flowing through me, and I couldn't stop. And um, when I first heard the language of light was from my spiritual teacher, and I just melted inside. It was just so beautiful. And everybody has different light language, so it doesn't sound the same. Some some may sound similar. You know, some may sound different. But, um, you know, it, it comes from different sources of the divine. Like there's mm. like an angel, there's angelic light language. There might be star light language. There's light language that comes from, you know, different dimensions, spiritual dimensions. And, um, and, it, and it comes through the heart. And um, also, it's not only spoken; it can be toned. Also, oh boy! People, yeah, and oh, then sometimes sorry, I, people. Go ahead. I just wanted to jump in just to say, Deborah, and to everyone listening. When I met you, so just so people can get a sense of this, we were in this very, very crowded, lots of people, lots of noise space, and you played. I believe it was the Crystal Bowl. Is that correct? the crystal, yes, I, crystal and you played ball. it and you looked at me and then you started speaking the language of light and I literally, literally, everyone listening, literally was transported to a whole nother dimension <laughs> through that yeah. sound and through the words and it was as if I had like, the best way I could describe it is if it was like liquid sunshine just pouring through my cells and it was so peaceful and amazing and I knew that it was you standing in front of me but I also knew that there was something behind within and that you were connected to that was passing a message to me through the cells of my body and so the words although I didn't understand the language my body my cellular structure understood the language 
So I just wanted to jump in to say, I know you're trying to describe it, but I, as a receiver, just wanted to let folks know how it feels to receive that language. So I thank you so much for that because it really did help me so much in understanding the ancient energy that I hold as well. So, Well, thank you for saying that description because I think that really describes it because it's not something that our because our mind doesn't know what mm. what the words are, but our soul, our body, our our energy body, our heart receives it. So yeah, that was that was great to hear your experience of it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's very it's very beautiful and it can be very powerful and transformative and healing. Um yeah. Yeah, it's wow. Right. Um so um Let's let's move to a little bit about talking about the path of the goddess, what that means to you, um, you know, how can people connect to the path of the goddess, what does that mean? Yes. So, um, the path of the first path of the goddess is um, something that I offer, it's a training that I offer, but first I wanted to maybe just talk about what I feel the path of the goddess is. And it's a path of love, and it's a path of um, learning to be in sacred relationship with everything in life, and um, to honor everything, everyone, every being is sacred, to begin to kind of move through life from your heart, from your intuition, from your own inner knowing. And it's also a lot, the path of the goddess is a lot about honoring your soul, and your feelings, and also allowing yourself to be rather than always be doing and creating, but to actually be in that receptive, open, surrendered place is also a lot of the divine feminine and the path of the goddess. And there's so much more to it because there's so many amazing um, goddesses and beings of light that are feminine. Um, and I think that's what drew me to this path was I wanted to connect with the Divine Mother and the feminine mm-hmm. aspect, God, because I knew God wasn't just, you know, this masculine being. That God was right. this huge. Yeah, that God was this huge energy that encompassed the Divine Mother and the Divine Father. So mm. that's kind of what led me to my path. Was I just had this deep longing to connect with the Divine Mother and um, and also, you know, connecting with Mother Earth, you know, the Earth mm-hmm. as our mother. That's a lot of the path of the goddess and being attuned to the cycles and the seasons, you know, the the, um, the cycles of the moon, the even the planetary aspects of, of the universe and the Earth, you know, you know mm-hmm. just really living your life in like harmony with those cycles and in living a sacred life and honoring the sacredness of your life passages. Um, so in a way, the, the, the path of the goddess, is, it's like pausing and honoring mm-hmm. the sacredness in, in all. So that's what yeah. I see I the path of the goddess, and, 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 it's, and it's all centered in the heart, in the heart mm-hmm. and the soul and in love. And also, you know, wisdom and truth are important too, but it's really centered yeah. in the heart. So it's like the mind is like serves the heart, 
the heart leads right. the way instead right. of the other way uh, instead of the other way around, which is very much in our culture that has been more masculine dominated for the last you know thousands of years so it's it's kind of like time on the earth now that the the divine feminine needs to return so we can have that balance again between the masculine and the feminine, between the inner and the outer. Because it's like honoring, like the inner world mm-hmm. is like the realm of the divine feminine. The more outer world is more mm-hmm. the masculine. So, and they both need to, we need both, just like we need our minds and we need our hearts. But there right. needs to be a balance. And, and oh, you can ab- even think, yes. And, I mean, you can even think about our brains, our left and our right brains. You know, our, our right brain is intuitive and creative, mm-hmm. more the feminine, and the left brain is more rational and focused. So we mm-hmm. need that sacred balance of both. And, and I, earth has, I, I, go ahead. I, I like that you said that because I think that people are starting to see that when they start to honor their hearts, you know, even in businesses and um, like I, I think about Steve Jobs and I think about how he was so intuitive and how he used to go to India and meditate for days and then, you know, that's how he came up with the, with, with the, um, with the iPhone application. He, he came up with in a meditation. In 20 minutes he had the operating system, the iCloud, everything developed and it was all because he was willing to sit and open his heart, and he brought this beautiful technology to the planet, which connects people together, you know. And, um, wow. And I think that what you're saying is that we can, like if anyone's listening, I think one of the things to say to them is that, and, and jump in, please, about this, that, you know, we can live in this linear world, but we can live in it more with a heart so that we can bring almost like magic, right? And we can bring magic into the everyday, right? Is that what we're saying kind of? Exactly. And to be able to be aware that the universe, that God, goddess speaks to us in our everyday mm. life. Like we get mm-hmm. messages. Right? Like we see a bird fly on our path and it has meaning for us. It's like it's kind of like looking at that everything has meaning. Absolutely. In our life. Absolutely. And that we're that and that we're truly getting guided. Mm-hmm. Even when we don't realize we're getting guided and, and I think the other thing that's been a big important thing for me is learning to trust that mm-hmm. there is a divine that there is a divine plan, that there's a divine order to the universe. Yes to life on the earth, and that I've learned now when anything happens in my life, even though it might be difficult at first, to just trust that it's part of the divine plan for my life, that this is something my soul is needing to experience so that I can Mm. heal, grow, or evolve, and that, Mm -hmm. you know, that the universe sends us what we need, you know, that the universe provides us. With. Absolutely, and we just need to really trust that that peace and that energy. Um, so, Deborah, you do so many things, <laughs> so many, yeah. so multi-talented and multi-soulful. Um, so would you just talk a little bit about, so if someone's listening that wants to schedule a session with you, how you work with people and, you know, just so they can get a feel for that. 
so hmm, how do I explain that? So most people <laughs> most people, not everyone, they they start with um like the soul counseling or psychotherapy. And usually someone comes in because they've got something going on in their life that they feel like they really need healing or they really want to grow or they're stuck and they want to move. They want to move on. They want their life to be more sacred and connected spiritually. So people come in with all different reasons. Sometimes they're healing really deep, old, ancient wounds um, from childhood, from childhood abuse from traumas, and also from past life. Like sometimes people come in and they say, you know, I'm just stuck with this issue and I just can't, no matter how many healing sessions I do or whatever I do, I can't get to this. And and so um, that's that's kind of a lot of the work that I do. So I do these sessions and um, it starts usually with me listening just really deeply and mm-hmm. I use my heart and intuition a lot as I listen to the person. And then I use different healing modalities um, based mm-hmm. on what a person needs. So the main healing modalities that I use are um, I use flower and gem essences, which are amazing vibrational remedies that just help on the soul level. And not just the soul level. Actually, they help with fears, anxiety, depression, spiritual awakening, they they help with so many different things, and they're just amazing. And then I also use, um, I do past life regression, where I take people, I regress them back to past lives to get to the root of an issue that they're dealing with. And mm-hmm. as I do the past life regression or li- this lifetime regression, because it's not always past life, sometimes it's this life, back to childhood, um, I, I also put crystals and stones all of their chakras and I choose certain stones that um, are for that particular session and that particular person and what their intention is, their healing intention and then I call in spiritual energies of the earth and the universe and um, and then I also do use sound so that's where I use the crystal singing bowls and um, when the light language comes through, sometimes I'll use that too. So um, I kind of combine a lot of different healing modalities um, when I'm working with a person. And a lot of it is um, also just that deep heart connection, heart-to-heart, mm-hmm. soul-to-soul connection. Mm-hmm. And um, I also use astrology. My husband's an astrologer, and I've started studying astrology when I was in my early 20s. So I often look at my clients' charts so I can see kind of what's going on for them. Um, Although I'm not an astrologer, I use that as one of my tools. Um, And I just really listen to my intuition and my heart. I also use guided meditation, and I teach people meditation um, and ways to work with their inner child um, all kinds of things. I I I often um, have people write in their you know do journaling and work with their dreams. I work with people's dreams a lot and just kind of tie it. It kind of all ties together um, mm-hmm. in terms of whatever it is they need healing or um, 
yeah, whatever areas they need healing or whatever ways they want to grow spiritually. So it's really different with each, every single person I work with, it's totally different. And um, Yeah, and, and I, you know, I, I will say to people, you know, I, I never recommend anyone unless I've sat with them, and I've sat with you a few times, and it's been really amazingly um, uh, transformative for me. And um, you have a real real gift at really bringing all the, the essence of really divine feminine and Mother Earth through and helping clear things. So it's, it's really lovely. So oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. No, it's wonderful. And um, the other piece I was going to ask you is, you know, what do you feel people are going through right now as they make this shift into, you know, this new frequency? We talked a little bit about it, but maybe some of the things that, um, you know, what people are going through and what the earth is going through too. So... The earth and humanity, I think, are going through similar things. I mean, the earth, well, the earth is going through a lot of earth changes. And um, people, I think, are wanting to to heal and wanting to clear the old away so mm-hmm. they can be fully in their, oh, I guess, in their spiritual self, open spiritually. People, it seems like, I'll I'll speak to myself, for for myself, I feel like anything that needs to be cleansed or healed that hasn't been from lifetimes is coming to the surface to be healed and transformed so Mm -hmm. that I and everyone else can evolve and be ready to move into these new frequencies. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if that's what you experienced, but that's that's what I've been oh, experiencing. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so, absolutely. so people. Yeah. So people are wanting to heal their depths, and 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 so they can they can open up their hearts mm-hmm. and um, truly be aligned and connected. Because I feel that you know this new golden age we're moving into, it's going to be a time when we are all connected directly with the divine. So there mm-hmm. will be less intermediaries, meaning there won't, we won't have as much of a need for um, outside spiritual teachers because we'll actually have that direct link with the divine. So whatever needs to be cleared and come into alignment um, is part of that. And, you know, I think working with the chakras, you know, mm-hmm. aligning the chakras, grounding into Mother Earth, and then opening up to the universal energies, the spiritual energies to the divine, and allowing that to flow through you is mm-hmm. um, part of what will help us um, be ready to move into these new frequencies. Absolutely. And I I think, too, I would say to people who are listening who are saying, like, what's a chakra, what's this, what's that, you know, one step at a time, like, just breathe into your body, right? I mean, just be aware, breathe, breathe into your body, take a walk in nature, go barefoot, um, yeah. get away from your computer, you know, try to go, 
you know, hours or days at a time where you're, if you can, or a day at a time where you're not on the computer, on the phone, watching television, like really connect in and really start to feel that, you know, you are a vibrational being and, you know, the earth is a living being and, and we can interact. And I think that, I mean, I, I work with people, I'm sure you do too, that say, but I'm so busy. How could I, how could I ever do this? And then, as you know, Deborah, when you when you don't do it, it's like you say, "How could I never not do this?" <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you, and yeah, you hit it, just, it. I mean, it can be simple. I mean, it can be simple as just like like you said, breathing and breathing into your heart, and just mm-hmm. that 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 makes such a difference. And and like you said, walking barefoot on the earth and looking up at the stars and sitting next to a tree and, you know, looking into the eyes of a person that you're meeting and seeing their soul. So there's ways and, that and we I, can and do I, it. Yes, and, and, you know, I think to say everyone has this ability. I mean, we all have, everyone listening, you have this ability. Don't think that you're exempt, like, oh, well, I couldn't never do that. Exactly. We all have this ability. Absolutely, and it, and it deepens as we deepen. Exactly, and we we all have access to the divine within us in every moment. It's not something that's separate from us; it's actually part of us. Because everything, everything around us is part of the universe and the divine, mm. the earth. So, it's it's kind of waking up. It's it's like it's in a way it's like just starting to wake up. And to start seeing with new eyes, really. Absolutely. So, is there anything else you'd like to tell our listeners today, tonight? Um, hmm. Just how important it is to listen to your heart and mm. to do whatever you can to slow down and. Yeah, feel, feel your inner self and mm-hmm. attune to the earth and the universe. And um, it can be very simple. And one of the, um, I know you had wanted to know about spiritual tools. And for me, mm-hmm. I just want to pass this along. Um, one of the tools that I have found really helpful for myself and clients is to imagine yourself as this beautiful tree of life mm. with roots. That root with roots that extend down into the earth, and then you feel that connection to the earth, and with your branches that reach out up into the universe into the stars, and then in the very center is your heart, where the earth and the universe meet right inside you, and to mm. just tune in your heart as much as you can, and within our heart we have the sacred flame, and as you breathe into it. You can feel it growing and expanding, and it's just a very centering thing to do. So, it's during you know times of change in our lives and chaos, doing something like this, doing a meditation like that, can be really really helpful. And um, you know, just bringing um, everything back to love and compassion and forgiveness, and of course with yourself first, and uh, just to bring that to the world. You know, all those mm. qualities, all those energies you want to see in the world 
to bring those to yourself and then just start spreading that through all your relationships and wherever you are, you can spread love. It can be very simple in each moment where you bring you bring that love or you bring peace or you bring harmony. And you may forget and you may have a bad day have a bad day, but you can always just bring yourself back to that center point of love and compassion and forgiveness and so that's yeah. I love that. I love that. I think that's so and I just want to say, you know, there is so much research being done now about the power and the electromagnetic field of the heart. Yeah. The Heart Math Institute and other institutes studying this and that really, I mean, our hearts have so much power and sometimes we try to stuff it away, but you know, we got to breathe into our hearts because that's really where the where the the power comes from the, that heart energy. Um, Deborah, would you again tell people how they can contact you and um, and uh, get in touch with with you and your your work? Yes, um, you can reach me by phone, which is um, area code two zero seven six five three seven eight two three, or you can also go to my website which is www.spiritualrenaissance.com or templeoftheheart.com, either of those websites. So spiritualrenaissance.com or templeoftheheart.com. And, um, yeah, those are, I guess, the best ways to reach me. Okay. Well, I want to thank you for being on the show and letting me share you with the world. (laughs) And also... For doing the work that you do, you really, um, you really are a divine channel, and um, we're very lucky that you're that you're here on this planet doing this wonderful work. And everyone, please sign up for Deborah's um, uh, newsletter. Um, it's fabulous. It's it's a, a very educational tool, and I and I love receiving it and, and getting all the words of wisdom and the insights. So, thank Beautiful. you so much. Melissa, thank you so much for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. Okay. And and, and much, be well. Oh, go ahead. And much love. I was just going to say much love and many blessings to everyone listening. Thank you. And, and be well. Namaste. We'll speak soon. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Good night. Good night. Bye-bye. Wow. Amazing. Language of light. You know we're in this this earth transition, and in the um in the remaining time left i I wanted to um talk a little bit about the chakras. We talked about them during the first show, and for people who are new to the chakras, we do have seven chakras within the body, and we also have the ability to connect to what's called the earth star chakra, and the earth star chakra is located. Um, below your feet, it's it's probably between six and um, twelve inches below the ground. But energetically, we have the opportunity, as Deborah was saying, to actually feel your feet rooted down into the ground. And I thought what I would do tonight, because people have asked for this, and so I'm going to do it. I do teach classes on remote viewing, by the way, and that's probably going to be a whole nother 
show in itself. And remote viewing is the ability for you to be present in this moment, but view past, present, future, and then also future events and places. So that's something that um, there are professional remote viewers that do this. Uh, we did have a military program at one time that did remote viewing. Remote viewing is done to also um, find uh, lost animals, missing children, so on and so forth. So uh, when you can, if you can, if you're um, listening and you're able to do this, go ahead and take your shoes and socks off, put your feet firmly onto the floor, bring your hands to your lap with your palms facing upward, and close your eyes. Take a nice deep breath in. Hold it and exhale. Relax your shoulders, your eyes. Let your eyeballs sink behind their cheekbones. Relax your jaw. Let your tongue settle on the floor of its mouth. Breathe in and out of your chest, in and out of your heart. And imagine you can feel two beautiful crystal balls being placed in each of your hands right now, just grounding you to this moment, grounding you to the now. Bring your energy inside. Go to the base of your spine, your root chakra. And I want you to imagine a red light turns on here. This red light spins around and around, sending energy down your legs, through your kneecaps, down your calves, swirling around your ankles, the tops of your feet, and the tips of your toes, the bottoms of your feet, your heels. And now like roots of a tree, roots of your tree of life, this energy pulls down, down, down through the soles of your feet, all the way down into the crystal core of Mother Earth. Allow your feet to sink down into the core of Mother Earth. Allow your feet grounded. Allow yourself to be magnetically pulled down. And know that you're supported. Know that you and the Earth are one. You are one with the Earth. And as you breathe in, breathe in the oceans, the stars, the moon, the sun. Breathe in the air, the breeze, the trees. Breathe in the oceans and the mountains, the Grand Canyon. Breathe in the deserts. Breathe in the Antarctic. Breathe in the whales. Breathe in. And feel yourself supported. And know that you are divine. You are one. And know that you can come back to this feeling again and again. This sensation again and again. And when you're ready, you can slowly open your eyes. So that's a taste of what guided meditation can do. I do want to remind you, I do have um, vibrational transformation guided meditations now available on iTunes, as well as on my website at melissaboyd.net. I also have on my website a section called Soul Tools, which I update um, every few months with just resources, activities that you can do to grow your soul, 
understand your aura, understand your chakra system, and to really become aligned with the divine of who you are and where you are. There is information there on the seven chakras. So we have the root chakra at the base of the spine, the sacral chakra, which is um, below the belly button, the solar plexus above the belly button, the heart chakra in the center of the chest, the throat chakra at the base of the throat, the third eye chakra between the eyebrows, and then the crown chakra is actually right above your head, about two inches outside of your body. And this energy, similar to what Deborah was talking about, like imagine branches reaching up and touching the divine energy, this energy allows you to co-create co-create your reality. And as we shift consciously forward as vibrational beings, there will come a time when each person, and I do agree with what Deborah was speaking of because I'm seeing it happen more and more with people, once you really listen and you say to the universe, I'm ready to receive, I'm open to the truth of who I am, I know that I am more than who I know I am, and you connect to that oneness, things in your life will seamlessly transform. You won't have to do much. So being, being here now becomes the new way of living. And as you embrace your own divine light within, that's where the magic really, really happens. So I want to thank you so much. I want to thank you all for listening this evening. I want to thank you for being open to spiritual tools and for wanting to accelerate your own life goals. So it's been a privilege and an honor to be your host this evening for Spiritual Tools. Um, signing off tonight, I'm Melissa Boyd, and be well, live with light, and be one. Namaste. All the goodness in me bows to all the goodness in you.